living in Ibiza for the first time uh, meeting a Lavana that used to come to my apartment not by ringing the bell but by screaming in the streets so I could hear her from the balcony hey Gret are you here in her a- English accent and my then boyfriend he did not like her he thought she was too much too taxing and uh, to, at one point, once she came uh, and she screamed from the street, but I was in there, ignored her. He hid somewhere in the apartment. I was like, you're so stupid. Just go to the balcony and tell her that I'm not here. Who cares? Like, no, no, no. She's too much. I can't handle it. And now they're really good friends, which is we. Re- it, it's kind of funny how life turns out. But yeah. So we've been set free. Uh, officially? Uh-huh. I thought you did this week. You can actually go to people's house? What happened? Yeah. We can go to people's houses. We can go to the bar. Up to 10 people. To the bar? Remember when going to the bar was an impossibility? The first time out, out, for since the last two months. Out was all past the car. She was walking. She, I thought, where are you going? She really? Like, I'm not walking. Oh well, so you guys are free and we're thinking of, no, they're not thinking about anything. Oh, and today, 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 look, 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 I got my new book cover. I got a new one, that's better, isn't it? Yeah, I really like it. It's really nice. Oh, made by moi. My parents were impressed, and then they opened the book, like, uh, Inger, that's it? It's not a real novel. I'm like, well, you know what? I will congratulate myself on this accomplishment. My sister's really good at InDesign, so she's going to try to help me redo it, but so it is embossed. So, should be cool. Should be cool. I'm going to buy it. I am going to buy it. Yay! I am going to buy it. That's all I can hope for. Product placement. What? Look, if you're my friend, you should have bought my book by now. If you're not my friend, you should still buy my buy my book. It's a fun book. You'll love it. You'll see. You, your friends will all laugh. It's worth it. It's really worth it. Anyways, I'll put the link down below this podcast so you can have a look at my book. All right? Buy my book. Not available at your local library yet, but you can order it from Amazon or on our website, neurotic-crowd.com. It's so cheap, you don't even need to get a payment plan. If you buy more than one, you can't have a package price, but it's so worth it. Come on, buy it. Buy my book. 
Anyways, so remind me of Thailand. You shocked me. I can't believe that I forgot about that. My memory's really bad. There's two things I wanted to ask you. One about the dynamics in Sankey's, because I remember there was drama at one point. Yeah. What happened there again? Easy for you to do be a VIP、um, manager in there? No. <laughs> Sankey's is a no-frills club, born from the underground of Manchester. You'll find sticky floors, black walls, aerosol fumes, and overflowing toilets. It was birthed in the 90s. Imagine an old graffiti Berlin, Manhattan before it was gentrified, and rave culture all combined into one big, dirty club. It's the aftermath of a heroin life, terrible burnt kind. It was probably the birth of hepatitis B. I lived in Playa del Bosa, so I walked down the main street past Burger King, turned right a street just before I would pass the African prostitutes who absolutely loathed me. For reasons that I don't even know,、um, they always stood by the bus station in front of、uh, the shopping district. Well, not district. I would say a boardwalk. Anyways, funny story about one of these prostitutes.、Uh, one of our guests, like, was it one of our guests? No, I think it was a guest of someone else. First of all, he admitted that he, you know, purchased the services of a prostitute, and second of all. What the prostitute told him, she said, "Oh, are you a rabbit? No. What the heck is wrong with you?" So that's just an indicator of what this guy is like. Anyways, this is for you guys. Laugh a little.、Uh, but yeah, so I always went to Senki's because entrance was free and I got free drinks. It was also walking distance, and that you know now. And when I got tired, I would just say, "Gotta go to the bathroom and leave." Yes, I'm one of those people who just say, "Like when I'm done, I'm done with, with clubbing." And I just say, "I gotta go to the bathroom." Some of my friends really hate it because they're like, "Oh, you disappeared. I don't know where you are." I'm like, "Look, I'm going to the, I'm going home. When I'm done, I'm done." And others, like once they catch on, like they caught on that. Was that person? They usually follow me to the bathroom. Like, yeah, I'm going with you. Or they try to stop me from leaving. I'm like, I just want to go home. I don't like. I'm, I'm not one of those partiers that parties、uh, forever. I just, you know, when I'm tired, I'm tired. I just want to go. And a lot of people don't understand that. And I have a secret, but I think I'm gonna keep it for. Later, I'll tell you a big secret later. Maybe in BB's、um, podcast or a, a episode. I don't know. Maybe at the end of this one, I'll tell you what my big secret is. It's not a big deal, but it's just it's kind of funny for someone who lives in Ibiza. Anyways,、um, so yeah, so we're gonna continue with Lovana's story. I remember it was it was hard, but you were still getting money, and people were jealous of you. Something like that. Something was going on. Yeah, because I was getting paid commission as well as my salary. 
So they were super jealous of me. And then the, the, the second year, I was working literally by myself. So I was getting all the money. How come you were working all by yourself? What happened the first year? How did you get that job? Don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was by fluke because you were doing all kinds of things and then bang, bang you got that job. You were looking no, for it. No, when I came over, I was trying to get a job and I first was working in um, that bar in San Antonio. They were really, really rubbish. And then I don't know how, I think I applied online or can't remember and I went to have an interview with a guy with Lee and then I don't know he just called me the day after and was like you've got the job it was really easy it wasn't like really hard to get the job okay and then I started to work for them and then I remember I employed that girl to work with me and then they fired her because they said she was stealing money oh my god yes but I never understood how she was doing that I don't know. They said that she was stealing money and then they fired her and then I had like randoms working for me. But the second year I was practically doing everything by myself. So that means nobody, was the, I was the only one getting tips and everything. Mm -hmm. So all the other bar staff was super jealous. And then I remember at the end of the summer when Lee had to count all my money, it was just such a really negative situation when he had to count all my money and stuff that place was why why was it so negative i remember lee was never really nice to you i don't know why he didn't like you because because i was getting probably maybe more money than he was oh right okay mission deal that we had i think they regretted the deal that we had Okay. Commission, which was 10% commission on all the bookings that I make for all the people that come up to the door and get a table, mm. you know? But yeah. I think every time I sent them, like, how much it was every month, I think they were in shock. <laughs> That's their problem. I remember one girl, she was like, and there was not that many people inside the club, inside Sankey's, but she was like arguing with the bouncer. It's like, oh, please, 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 if you let me in, I'll give you a blowjob or whatever. I'm like, what? Or if you let me in, I'll go down on you. I was like, people actually do that to get in? I mean, just pay the men. You have no decency. You know what happened? She actually went down on him and he didn't let her in. Girls, don't do that. That's so ridiculous and disgusting. That was second year. Yeah, you were fed up of like working late or right, like because you started from 8 p.m. or 9 p.m. something like that. Something like that. Eight till like eight in the morning, seven in the morning, yeah. twelve hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like met some interesting people. You met like some. Look, first year was super fun. Super fun. First year was super fun. Second year was hard, really hard work, but I made a lot of money on my own. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I made a lot of money. I literally paid for my own um, maternity leave. Yes. Nobody, I didn't have any maternity leave, so all that hard work was paid, paid for my own for not working when I had Alba. That's true. So I, did, I made a lot of money that year on my own. But, uh, yeah, I was done. I think my body knew that I wanted to have a baby and I was done. Oh, my God. You just wanted to have a baby. That's all you were talking about. You just wanted a baby, 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 baby. Yeah. You really... And then it didn't happen. It didn't happen 
for a long time, then all of a sudden it happened. I remember when Esther came on holiday, and she was like, are you sure you want to be? I introduced her to holiday, she was like, oh, it'd be so nice, yeah, little baby, bobbling around to the music while Jose DJs. She was like, are you sure you want to have a baby? Make things happen for yourself. Yeah, I know, but I don't think it, I don't think it was the right time for me and Jose to be pushing a child. <laughs> No matter what we told you, you were never going to listen. But you're happy now. I know. Ever. It happened, but anyway. But no, I would I would not recommend it for others, to be honest. Really? Why not? No, I, th- I really think that you really need to enjoy your life to the fullest as a single person, then also in a relationship before you go and introduce a child. I mean, you would have never known if you didn't have one. I know, but that's why I won't have another one. don't worry she really loves her baby girl well you know what we should talk about though that's fun crazy thailand i was like i'm leaving ibiza sayonara i'm never coming back and then ibiza came to me i know you were like in a very big jam that was just the best decision of a holiday to go on there by myself that's why I like traveling by myself because it's always a crazy adventure. What happened? You came to Beijing. I was already friends with a bunch of girls. Beijing? Like, yeah, uh, not Beijing. Uh, Bangkok. Sorry, it starts with a B. Also, uh, <laughs> I had my apartment there, and then we we're. I came to you. I stayed with you like for three, four days. Yeah, there was a gym. You used to go to the gym. I was like, I don't go there, but yeah. Yeah. Go and run my shaved side head. <laughs> Looking like a, what did I say? I look like a bloody the prince from Thailand. Like a prince. Shaved head. What's that movie? Um, I don't know. The one with the prince with the bald head from like China or wherever he's from. Anyway, so yeah, I used to go the to The prince and the king and I? No, oh, I don't know, whatever. Okay. So I used to go to a gym. I'm Super, super skinny mini. We were going out every day eating fruit. Yes, yes, we're what eating those fruit, sausages right? also. Those ginger sausages. Spicy. Yes. Spicy. Yes, I would bring you to the Siam Mall. You went looking for jewelry there. I brought you to the jewelry yes. area. We went... When I was in Thailand, I was there during the 2013, 2014 a Thai political crisis. They blocked Sukhumvit. So I was there at the beginning when it just started. But yes, uh, it was very interesting to see the progression. I have to look at my archives because I live after National Stadium Station. So I had to walk uh, back home from uh, downtown or the shopping district. The shopping district is fun. Uh, everything was close by. The thing, the only thing I didn't like is that if, if you were at night and you were walking back home, all the rats were coming out. Bangkok is disgusting for that. The riverside. Yeah. But then I remember the first day we went to that market, Chatham Chat Market or whatever, and I found the market, not the market, the place where people used to get drunk. What was it? Uh, Kosan Road. Kosan Road. Yeah. And I found money on the floor Oh yeah, we ate that fish, that garlic fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. We, we... No, wait, you I went to Krabby yeah. first. You need, to, you need to hear when I went to Thailand on my own, the story too. 
Alright, good. Yeah, Wait, you went all the people place. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't like the monkey. Yeah, that's where the, the like, yeah, because I think I told you to go to Hatton side because it's full of like rock climbing guys. Ladies, pay attention. If you want to go see some gorgeous men rock climbing with really toned abs, go to Hatton sign. It's a very little known secret. It's a nice cove. You have to have to get that from Raleigh. From there there's a tide. So you can't really walk all the way to Hatton Sai. You have to wait for a boat to bring you. It's it's four minutes by boat. But because the tide is so high, you can't go. But at night, if you wait maybe after four or five, the tide is lower. So you can actually walk up and climb uh, the rocks and and just get to Hatton Sai. It's very bizarre how it is. At one point I was there. Oh, that's funny. I, I was like climbing. And then I see this guy. He's just like climb like like... I don't know. I he's just like getting closer fast. Like he was running to catch up to me. <laughs> he's coming on to me, but anyways, I was meeting someone else, so it was never gonna happen. It didn't work. So there was another girl I met, and anyways, they got together. That guy, I ended up seeing him a year later in India. A year later, and he was there with his girlfriend. I totally recognized him. And we were like on this tour, and I was just looking at him. I was like, he was looking at me with eyes like, don't say anything, don't say anything. But at the end, I just wanted to mess with him. I'm like, hey, I recognize you. I, I met you in Thailand. He's like, yeah, oh, really? Where? And like I said, Hatton Sai. He's like, oh my God, that's so true. Oh, yeah, I kind of don't remember you, but I'm not, I wasn't so sure. Like, you know, he was bat peddling. It's like, mm-hmm, I know you had a girlfriend at this time, and you just don't want to tell her what happened, do you? Okay, guy, okay. My friend, when he left, she's like, oh, we were like on a house, we were a house on fire. I don't understand, you know, he left, and he just cut it short, and he never talked to me again. Well, it's probably because he had a girlfriend. Something like that. What's the island called? There's Co-PP. Co-PP. So I went to Co-PP, and I went to... And his boyfriend in oh my god, Akram, yes! I was like, no, stay there. You'll find your way. 
get uh, Western Union. I don't care. If when you want to come back around the end of the trip, I think I told you, like, I'll buy you a t plane ticket or something and I'll fly you yeah, over. Yeah, no, I think you did. I think you did. Look. A single girl traveling in Thailand not being able to make her way? Oh, please. It's very easy. Of course, you have to be careful. I know how to travel in Thailand, and I've been stuck in so many situations where there was just no more rooms. And I, anyways, I was on an island, and I kept like going to, from hotel to hotel and um, homestays, and I just couldn't find a place to stay. So at the end, you know, the last person, it was a homestay of a man with his family, blah, blah, And he's like, no, no, we don't have any more rooms. Like, you know what? I'm staying with you. He's like, what? She's like, yeah, I'm staying with you. Like your family, like behind the counter, that's where you guys live. That's where you guys sleep. I'm sleeping here. I was like, but no, we don't have space. Like, look, I'm a single girl traveling alone. You want me to go sleep on the beach and get raped? No, this is not happening. I'm sleeping with you guys. He's like, uh, 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 yeah, 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 I'm going. I'm sleeping with you guys. There's no other place. And he let me sleep there. So I just now have to make my way in Thailand. I can tell you about other sleeping arrangements I made. I also met in um, Koh Tao. Uh, I was on the um, ferry and I met a bunch of French girls. One of them survived the, uh, the tsunami. Our story is amazing. They, we had met on the ferry and then I found a room, but then I wanted to go dive. So I went to the dive club and I was supposed to get my place. And then as I, I was entering the dive club to pay, I meet them and they're like, Ingrid, we can't find a room. Blah, 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 where are we gonna, what are we gonna do? So I brought them to the other hotel that I had found. And I told the lady, oh, look, you know the room you showed me? Why don't you give it to these girls? They really need it. So they're like, oh yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then by the time I go back to the dive club, all their spaces had been filled. So I didn't have a room. So I had to go back over there and knock on the door. I'm like, like girls, I don't have a room anymore. Can I stay with you guys? And I ended up staying with them for a week. You did buy me a ticket from PP to cry. Yeah. I think you think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did buy your like I don't remember but I don't think it was PP. No, you I did. You did. You bought my ticket. I remember speaking to you from the hotel <laughs> on on email, and you bought my ticket from PP <laughs> to Krabby oh on my God. own. And I remember I arrived in Krabby and I stayed in this little shit hotel. And then I remember going to a night market in Krabby. And then all of a sudden, I got there by taxi, and to get back, there was no taxi. So like, I saw this Italian dude on a, a moped, and he stopped, and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, there's no bloody taxi. And he was like, jump on the back of my moped. He was like, I need to drop this at home first, but then I can take you home. So I just jumped on the back of the moped, and he had like a, he had like a plastic dishwasher thing for like, to dry the dishes. So he had obviously been to the market to buy that. <laughs> Yes, I remember. You sent me pictures. 
But I think you met two yeah. guys when you yeah. were on on on, yeah. on vacation. There was yeah. one that was bad. There was one that was good. Listen, so I met I was in Krabby, and then in the end of Krabby, I met that old guy, the old guy who let me stay at his hotel for like two nights, and then. <laughs> We moved to where did we go? We got we got a boat to another island, Kokanyang. So I went with him to Kokanyang, and he was all cool the first two nights. He slept on the other side of the bed, I slept on that side of the bed. We got to Kokanyang, and obviously he had paid for the room, so he just started to get all weird on me. I paid for the room, so and he had daughters and stuff, so that was like his way of like weaning me in. I'm a good guy. I've got two kids. Oh no. And he's like, funky with me when we, as soon as we arrived to Copenhagen like what are you going to pay me back now kind of thing and then I was like I am out of here <laughs> I'm out of here so Copenhagen is really small isn't it it's like yeah. little huts on the on the beach I was like I'm out of here so I went to look for another room left my stuff and that night got ready got, all my, got myself ready went out to the beachfront and then I met this group of hot Israelites oh yeah those are the ones who always save you in Copenhagen ah Israeli soldiers I always had a great time with them I always had great relationship with them uh, I don't know Maybe because I'm a solo traveler, they'd always invite me to do things with them. And it was cool. But they do have a bad reputation, especially in Bangkok. A lot of hotels have banned them. Because you have to think about it. Like, they usually take a year off after their military service. So whatever happened during that time of service, they all come out and they travel and they have PTSD. Most of them you can't even tell. You have great conversation with them. You're partying. They're really nice. It's cool. But some of them are pretty aggressive or like you see that there's a problem going on there. And with the Israeli soldiers also, that's where I found out about happy camps. I didn't know that. Nobody actually talks about it. And I tried to Google it. I never found any information about that. But happy camps are the places where, you know, soldiers who couldn't cope, who, who are still traumatized or suffering from trauma. They have like this place where at Disney World where they have roller coasters and everything's happy and that's how they're being taken care of and everybody's happy land. It reminds me of a book. Yeah, it sounds like um Hatternham in Beyonders. It's like they have like this eternal feast where you stay in this castle that's luxurious and you always have Parks and food and it's supposed to be a happy place and you do it over and over and over again. Yeah, you find out these things. But anyways, yeah, Israelis, they usually travel one year around the world. And, you know, because I think the government gives them a stipend also to travel. And I always try to have conversations about them, about Palestine. But personally, I find that they're brainwashed. Like They just don't see the other side. It's, it's very, very, very odd. So yeah, I met I met on the beach that obviously I had my little picture, my little uh, bucket of vodka and whatever it is on my Jackie Jones, and I met that group of Israelite kids. I was I had just turned thirty, and they were like twenty four. Okay. Like yeah, usually doesn't uh, matter. From the army, from the army. They just got out. <clears throat> yeah, they just got out of the mm. army, mm. and then obviously one took a shine to me when I'm. Went walking on the beach with him, holding hands, whatever happened. And then they were like, don't pay for a room, come and stay with us. 
the next night. And I was like, all right. So I think I stayed there within their room for like two nights. Where were they staying? How many like beds were there in that room? Loads. Really? It was a room that was all these single beds in it. Yeah. Oh, really? At least six beds. At least six beds inside the hut. So there you go. I stayed with them two nights and they were very lovely. Like, what are you doing tomorrow? Okay, we'll wait for you. I didn't have a phone. And the phone did not that we arranged to do. They literally had to wait for me, and they did. That's nice of them. That's really they nice. Did. There was one of them. Oh my god! I'm talking. I told you, didn't I? I can't remember. So you have to tell me again. There was the one that was like interesting. I stayed the night and obviously tried it. With ruin me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gave up, gave up, gave up. And then obviously the next day I met them and what did we do? We did a few things. We went to the full moon, half moon. It was half moon, it wasn't full moon. I went there with them. See, they took me under their wing. They were like, meet us for the full moon party at eight o'clock and I was like, Are you gonna wait for me? And they're like, Yeah and they waited for me. That's good. We went to That's went to good. the half moon party with them. Did you see the old guy after that? Around the island? No. No? That was no. great. No, I didn't see him. And then, so we went there, and then I obviously tried it again. I remember in the middle of in the night, in the sleep, and then we did it in the bathroom. You what? We did it in the bathroom. Oh, my God. Well, that was something I'll never forget. Anyway, so then after that, I think we all went to buy the tickets to go to Copanyan. Did I say Copanyan? Kosamui. Kosamui. We all went to Kosamui together on the ferry all together we went there on the ferry uh, but at that time they were like you can't stay in our room I was like oh you got what you wanted and then uh, now I can't stay in your room yeah he told so, you on the boat or going there he what he told you on the boat or going there no he said it as while it was happening when we were, when they booked into the hotel right he was like there's really like no space in this hotel it's tiny they can't Blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I separated from them. I saw them a few times though on the beach because it's, again it's small. Right. It's not, um, and then there was like only one club and I went to the club in the night. Oh, Mango. There, but he, yeah, but he was missing and I couldn't find him but I saw his friend. And then I met this other friend dude that was like completely in love with me and I got a lift home. I was like, <laughs> go away afterwards. <laughs> uh, and then that was it. And then I think I came back to you after Oh, on the road. Oh, where we used to, like, sit by the Volkswagen bar. I think we we had already predicted we were going to have a night off. That night was crazy. And then we decided to go to that club. He was like, oh, there's this club. It's like, make people cool. And then we saw that guy there. I couldn't believe it. And then as soon as he he saw us, he was like, I'm buying a bottle of vodka. It was, like, crazy. And then you left. Yeah, because we went to another club. I think we went to another club, and you remember we went to another club next door, and there was like this. It was like this like small person who was at the door. I was like, it was so weird. Uh, what happened is that yeah, there was a little person, and then this six foot, four hundred pound guy. It was just a, just a. 
position. It was weird. And we had to go through this elevator that was, I don't know, like old style New York. It, it was just a weird environment. And you're going down the lift and it's really dark and all metallic and it's full, filled with, there was a lot of little people and I was drunk. I couldn't take it. I was like, what's going on here? And just like this flashing uh, music. I'm in this weird area. It's very industrial. It was weird. I think we're talking about the same place. Like trying to feed me stuff, and I think at one point, I think at one point I was like, I'm leaving because what's he gonna want afterwards? And I think I left and I went to Seven Eleven, got my tuna sandwich. Oh, I miss that tuna sandwich. It doesn't exist. Last time I was in Thailand, it wasn't there. Anymore. I'm sad. Yeah. I think when I went with Jose. In some places they had it, but it was more like they had a pulled pork version. Now that tuna sandwich was so good. I could have it two before. That was the best holiday ever. It had excitement, it had chills, like moments of chill. It had like, um, it was the best holiday it was ever. It was fun. It was fun. It was really fun. Pa- three weeks, three weeks no, of fun. Did I bring you to that restaurant that I really liked, the Back Shack? Yeah, I took home there, the one with the soup. Yes. With the cockroaches running on the table. Yes. <laughs> but the food yeah. was so good. It is. Yeah, but another one that's being Jose's favorite. Hold on, but I went to... Oh, uh, Kotal? Uh, Phuket. 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 Oh, yeah, Phuket. Ugh. Yeah, so I went, we, there's our, play, our favorite place called number five in Phuket that me and Jose love, and it's... You need to queue. You queue outside. It's so busy and you share the tables with people. That was like our go-to place. You never used to get sick. It was fresh. Because it was so busy, it was so So this concludes our episode uh, two for this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope you had fun and you learned something new. Next week is going to be part three in the last episode of Lovana's uh, podcast. Well, not Lovana's podcast, actually Lovana's story. And then hopefully uh, you'll know a little bit more about her and what she does in Ibiza. Oh, before I forget. My name is Ingrid. I am your host and the producer. Music and the sound is by Insomniac. And our guest today was Lovana. Thank you very much for listening. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell your friends about it. <laughs>